0: Let's do it. I believe there is no doubt, cause I have seen your faithfulness, my fortress, over and
1: we good back there? When are we going live? What's that? Okay. Okay. Well, hey, we'll press on and people can catch up with us. Well, we'll record it. This way they can watch it later. Awesome. I love Facebook. How's everybody doing this morning? a little bit of your presence in the house. Come on, we want to celebrate you this morning, God. We love you, Lord. We thank you, God. Come on, and we're just going to lift you up this morning. Everybody
2: online, everybody in the house. Come on, we give one more big shout of praise. Come on, let's get loud in here. Come on, we love you, God. Let's go, Okay, we're just going to pray. Come on, let's, come on, church, let's go to Yahweh in prayer. Oh, we
3: Let the joy of the Lord fill the house. Let the joy of the Lord fill the house. Let the joy of the Lord, let the joy of the Lord fill this house. Oh, let the joy fill this house. Romboye, romboye, chandra bo kondoro boye. We love you, we love you, we love you. Romboye.
2: Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I know this ain't what we practice, guys, but we're going to do something. Pastor Kevin, just go heavy on the drums. But we're going to try to just get crazy with Jesus today. ready? Whatever it is, just go. Come on, Pastor Kevin. Prophesy. Oh, we're going to get hurt for Jesus.
3: Take
0: these shackles off my feet So I can dance I want to praise you I want to praise you yeah, yeah Broke the chains of my So I can have but I'm gonna praise you I'm gonna praise you one, one more time One more time Take yeah. these shackles of my feet So I can dance Oh yeah Just want to praise you I
1: want to Just wanna just
0: The chains. Now I can lift my head. I'm gonna praise You. I'm gonna. Change. Give me that guy to kiss me all day
2: Has set in. It's not only nobody's fault, it's just the world has invaded church. And the world has told us what church should look like. And church should look like us just sitting here clapping and you know, having a good time, which is good. But Yahweh gave us an identity, He gave us His blood, He gave everything that was precious to Him. How come we can't give him a little of our insecurity to get out and dance and watch Jesus? Come on. Pastor Kevin, just take us into that again. Give me that. Come on. Give me that fire. Give me that
0: flame. Give me that fresh wind. Give me that rain. Give me that freedom. You can have a change. Come on.
2: to mold you into something that Yahweh has not created you to be it says that he knew us before we were in our mother's womb that means he specifically designed every part of your body, every part of your character so you cannot let the world tell you that that part of you should not exist I dance, I like to dance and worship my Jesus people said you shouldn't do that, that's weird When God created me in my mother's womb, He said, this one's going to like to dance. And when Yahweh spoke my name, He released the true identity inside of me. When I gave my life to Him, I knew who I was supposed to be. And I'm not ashamed of what the world thinks I'm supposed to be. We've got to stop letting hell tell us what we are supposed to be. You cannot let the world tell you who you are. He has no right to tell you what gender you are. Yahweh created you who you were supposed to be. He did not mess up with you. He did not mess up with you. He did not mess up with me. He did not mess up with me. He created me perfect. He created me holy. He created me to do great things. God created me for greatness. He created me holy and to be part of His righteousness church has told us that we can't be holy church has told us that we couldn't be holy that only jesus is holy and that is true but when we are washed in the blood we were called for to be a royal priest a royal priesthood a royal priesthood, priesthood. he clothed us in his righteousness you can only be unholy unless you walk in unholiness If you walk with Jesus and believe that you're called to be as he is, then the world has no right to say anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's do the O part again. We're a chosen generation. We are a chosen generation. All
0: what to show is excellence. All I require for life. ¡Chau!
2: I uh, I need to hear where God wants us to go We've got a set We practice those sets But I don't want to box God into my set I want to unbox God into what he wants to do Come on church Let's lift our voices Let's lift our voices Yeshua 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 Yeshua
3: Jesus, Jesus, who the Rombo kid and Raboyet on the Raboye, Kund Ramboye, no, the Robo kid, that are boy, Kund Ramboye, Tonda Raboki, under Ramboye, I I give permission to you, Yahweh. I give permission for you to come and take over. Raboy and Tanra Book, he never wanted a shoulder of boy and Tanra was shoulder of Book, Yonder. Have you Way, Have you wait? Have you way, Have you wait? Have you wait? Have, your way, have, your way, have your way.
2: Most people don't like the silence. But I've come to realize something that when you're so caught up in the noise, you can't hear the whispers of Yahweh. The silence, when you push everything else away and give room for only Him to speak, that's when you can hear Him the clearest.
3: I learned that it's okay for
2: me not to touch my instrument and just sit for a few minutes in the silence. Now well, I think it was David right here, I think I can't remember real quick, correct me if I'm wrong he said lift up you gates, now why would he say gates lift up and I heard a pastor talk about this, he said why would he say that and he said it's this because usually the, we're so wrapped up in shame even though we think when you're in shame, what do you do with your face you walk like this, do you not your chin down, your head down you feel shameful even though we've been washed by the blood we still let the world tell us that we should be ashamed of who we are and we walk like this the Bible says lift up those gates because when you lift up you wear wear a crown of glory on your head you've got to lift up and show the world I'm not ashamed of who I truly am lift up Lift up, you guys, lift up, lift up, you guys We need to lift our faces to heaven Lift our faces to heaven Lift our faces to the king of kings And let the king of glory come in Because he's not a shameful God He's not ashamed of you So you should not be ashamed of him or yourself oh, Lift
0: up, you guys so let the king of glory.
2: I know a lot of y'all think I'm just praying in this random language and a lot of y'all know what praying in tongues is and in the spirit. It is not me just at loss for words and I just got to swap When you pray in tongues, you pray the perfect will of the Father. Because in our heart, we have emotions, do we not? And we think we know what we need and what we want. But as children of Yahweh, we have to trust Him that He knows what we want in the Spirit. And when we pray in the Spirit, it translates what the perfect will of the Father is and sends it to Him. Somebody here wants to get full of the Holy Ghost. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Who wants to get full of the Holy Ghost? If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, raise your hand. If you are, and you want more, raise your hand. You always need more. Come on shout Father, father, you will be done on earth. You will be done. Korobo
3: Robo Shotun
2: Sometimes I just feel surges of the Holy Ghost run through here. I don't know if y'all feel it. It's like a current blows past me. I can't see it, but I feel the current of His wind. I wish y'all could feel it. Father, I ask you to open their hearts. To feel your spirit. To see you. To hear your whispers.
3: Father, I just...
4: generation of those who seek him who seek your faith lift up your heads O you gates and be lifted up you everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in listen to what it says again lift up your heads O you gates and be lifted up you everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in we are the possessor of the doors of the gate we are the gates has chosen to come into our world through. We're the ones who have to lift up our heads and open up ourselves so that he can come in to us and go out to this world through us. He who thirst, come to me, and I will give you to drink, and rivers of living water will flow from your belly. You understand? It's coming to him, lifting your head, opening the gates of your heart, and trusting that he will give you good things fill you to overflowing and out of you he will flow into this generation there is no other way that the gospel functions we are the gates that must be swung open we must choose to do so it might be weird it might be different it might look different for every person that's not the point the point is that you say to yourself "Heart, open your gates Jesus come in in John, whoever asks of the Father for for the Holy Spirit you're supposed to ask him for, he will not give you a snake, he will not give you a scorpion, he will give you what you ask for, and that is more of him. And I don't understand everything, I don't know how everything works, I just know that he's good. And that if he's promised me something, it's what I need and what I want. I encourage y'all, just open the heart. Open your gates, lift your heads, and he will come in. He will come in. He will be the hope that changes our world, your house, your family, and your heart. There is no other. It's him. But it requires a response from you. You must open the gates of your hearts. You must lift your head and see him as the source of life for you and for our generation. You will not be disappointed.
1: So We'll crank the AC down, find somebody you don't know, tell them good morning, welcome them to Destiny Church. We'll be right back. that one. Good morning. morning. How's everybody doing? Awesome. That wasn't good enough. How's everybody doing? You're still talking. I get it, man. It is is good to be a family that can come together and talk. Check, check, check. Make sure we don't have these monitors on up here. Make sure everything's shut off up here. Man, it's good to have you guys. Thanks for tuning in online. We finally got Facebook back up, so I thank all our teenagers in the house that make that happen. Jacob, wherever you're at. (laughs) Check, check. There we go. Uh, I love the fact that we have... Are we good now? All right. Thank you, guys. We got teenagers all over the place serving today. It's good. We got Manny in the back on sound. Come on. You, You cannot beat these teenagers. Uh, all over the place, just doing phenomenal things here at Destiny. So, look, you're never too young to serve. Look, if you want to get plugged in, if you want to do something amazing, um, man, let God use you in a mighty way. You have a purpose. You have a plan that God put in your heart, and, there's, and your age should not stop you from doing that. I don't care if you're too young or you think you're too old. It's time to get plugged in and do what you can do. You know, something just about crushed me over here. I want to show you what we look at every time I come out on this stage and every time the worship team comes out. And I got emotional, so So this is what we have, guys, and this is what we look at every time before we come out on the stage, and I'm telling you, if you ever wonder what God wants to do in your life, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to do what we get to do. It's a privilege, and this will crush you, so you ever get to come out on the stage, I'll make you stand over there a little bit and just stare at it. It'll wreck you a bit before you get to come out here and share a word, I'm telling you. ah. I'll tell you what, uh, our worship team, I know they kind of went off script today and did some, uh, just let let the Holy Spirit move, and and that's good, and i tell you, I wish I had the energy of that 22-year-old right there. I don't understand. He's 22, right? 20? You're only 20? Oof. See, that's why I can't do all that stuff. I'd be laid out up here. I haven't done PT since I left the military. That'd be some crazy stuff right there, but... uh Man, good morning, uh, welcome to Destiny, I'm DJ Long, with my wife Jules, we get the honor to pastor here, uh, it's just such a good day, come on, we love our church, we love you guys, man it's just a good day, we got just tons of people, I got my daughter in the house, Alex all the way from Leeds, I love you, come on, so good, we got some other good guests in the house, I want to say hi to Pastor J and Pastor D over here, come on guys, and and their assistant, I can't remember your name brother, but uh, but I'm telling you, they are launching a church in Wetumpka, guys. They're launching a church in Wetumpka. They haven't even started yet, but God's showing up in a mighty way. Um, so we're excited for that. We want to be part of that. We want to help you guys. I just believe, you know, God brought us together in a relationship. It's going to be good. So uh, so I know what God wants to do. So I'm glad you guys had a chance to come and enjoy service uh, for once. Uh, I tell you, if you, when you pastor, it's always nice to get away and just go find a church where you can just receive sometimes. It's so good. Um, But, you know, if you're online this morning, share this link. Get it out there. Um, if you're new to our church, this is your first time just visiting, whatever it might be, fill out a connect card for us. They're at the connection point out in the foyer. Usually you get a program, usually you get all that stuff, but because of this whole thing going on, we're trying to eliminate all that stuff for now. So go by connection point, uh, get a connect card, fill that out for us. Let us know that you're a guest here so we can reach out to you, send you something in the mail, let you know how much we love you, and we thank you for being part of our service this morning. So a couple service announcements, a couple things going on uh, here at Destiny. Obviously, we're We're in our uh, 15th day of our 21 days of prayer and fast right now. How's everybody doing? Come on. I love it when a church can get excited about fasting and praying because we know God's ready to do something amazing in our church, in our family. uh, and, And that's what it is. And when we seek him with all of our heart, when we go after him. Uh, that's when he shows himself to us, and it's powerful. So that's what we're doing right now. So we're in this 21 days, and every Monday night at 6 o'clock, right in here, we come in here, and we just worship, and we pray, and we give it to God. Okay, we, we, do, a, um, we do a corporate prayer where we're praying for the sins of the nation. So we call it social mourning. Uh, we're mourning over the sins of the nation, and then we're lifting up you know our nation. We're, we're praying for some supernatural healing uh, in our land, and that's what we're doing in here on Monday, other than plenty of other prayers. I'm telling you, if you have prayers, throw it up on our prayer cross, over here this is our prayer cross if you've got a mustard seed of faith put it up there if you want to see something mighty show up write it on it we have stuff over there fill it out and then when he answers your prayer put it over here on a miracle cross on that side so we can read it we can talk about it we can celebrate what God's doing in your life it's just powerful so be here Monday night 6 o'clock uh, that's tomorrow in case you want to help everybody out T- took away that excuse that you didn't know what day it was um, Fat Tuesday on 6 o'clock on Tuesday, be in here. That's our midweek service, prayer, healing, and teaching with Pastor Daisy. Uh, be right here on Tuesdays at 6. We also have our Destiny Kids Ministry, our 252 Unplug with Mama Lowe, right in here on Wednesdays at 6. And drop off your teens here for student ministry with Pastor Kevin and Crystal right in here uh, on Wednesday also. So parents, if you had not picked up on that yet, you drop your kids off at 6 o'clock on Wednesdays and go have a date. Get out of here. Go do something together, okay? Drop the kids off and go do something. I'm excited. Today is our small group rally day. It's our small group rally day. Come on. We are a church of small groups. We like to get together outside of the church, okay? It's just not all about gathering in the church on a Sunday and on a Tuesday. It's about how do we do life together as a family, Okay, and, and we had to shut down our small groups in the beginning of the year uh, with everything that broke out. But now we believe it's time to get people back together. And they're going to follow all the guidelines and all that you know, all that stuff. Well, you're going to adhere to whatever you want to adhere to in those areas. But we're going to make sure we have safe environments here at the church. We have several small groups. So what that means today is after service, when I finally get done, usually around 4 o'clock. <laughs> after service today go. it's connected to the church but we have our office building right over here on this side of the church we have tables set up we have the small group leaders over there they want to talk to you about what they're doing it's a great way to get connected and meet people at destiny it's a great way to get signed up to to do life outside the church so our rally day is uh, this Sunday which means small groups can potentially start next week Okay, for those that are starting next week it can potentially start next week so make sure you go over there make sure you get signed up and next week is baptism Sunday come on y'all uh, we're excited. We've already got five people, Miss Rhonda, Five people signed up. If, if you want to get baptized, sign up. Let us know. Let us know this week so we can get everything geared up for you. Get everything taken care of. Look, we 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 hand out cool stuff, so we want to make sure you get all the cool stuff. We just like to know, and then we'll do. It'll be spontaneous too. So so if the Holy Spirit's moving that that morning uh, on your heart, and you feel like you need to get baptized, you come on down. We'll take care of you. That's next Sunday. We're excited about that. I do have some bad news though. Uh, we've been waiting for Brother David Hogan to come in this week. Thursday and Friday, he is sick. So we don't know what it is. We're going to continue to pray for him. Uh, we're going to pray for him for a healing in his body, and we just postponed it. We didn't cancel it. We just postponed it. We're moving it until he's healthy. He does look, he he has our church at mind, and he doesn't want to do anything that he's not the kind of sick kind of person. <laughs> so he's kind of like me. You want to fight through everything and just go do what God wants you to do. But he knows right now what we're going through. It's time to just uh, take a little break, and let's find out what's going on, and then we'll reschedule that. Brother Bo will let us know when that's good, and we'll just do it again. So this weekend, or this week, there's nothing Thursday and Friday. If you show up here, well, come on out. There'll be worship practice. You're more than welcome to join in uh, with the worship team, because they always need some stuff. Um, Pastor, Pastor Daisy and Tim. Uh, Pastor Daisy and Tim, if you don't know, on the 30th, Uh, Which is two Sundays from now We're going to do a fellowship for them right after service Uh, Pastor Daisy's been at the church About 18 years And uh, they are transitioning down to Florida Uh, That's going to be their new home God has a new season for them It's phenomenal, we love them They're amazing people, we want to celebrate them So on the 30th what we're going to do is have a big fellowship Bring your best dish Bring your best best dish. Let's get together. Let's celebrate as a family. Let's celebrate them. It will give you time as a church to love on them and hug on them and uh, thank them for what they do. We're also going to take up and receive a love offering for them on that day. So I want you guys to be uh, prepared for that. And and we're going to do our best to honor them uh, as they walked in the room. Hi, guys. (laughs) Back rowers. (laughs) So good, so good. Uh, one more thing I want to do before I get into the word, and I've got, uh, I don't know how long today's going to be, but I want to I take a little bit of time. If I could, is Moses out here? Where's Moses at? Moe, get up here, brother. I want the whole Barton family up here if they're in here. Come on. <sighs> come on, show us all that power right there. That was one step, man. Hmm. Come on, come on up. My beautiful wife, come on up. Take the center stage, brother. Um, I want to share with you guys, come on young man, (laughs) Uh, we are, uh, we get to celebrate all the time young men and women in our church that go do amazing things, and he's getting ready to leave on the 17th, right? Today, you're leaving today uh, to go to Navy boot camp, come on y'all, so, and I know, there's a lot of emotions up here right now, so. Um, he's, you know, I've known him now for man a couple years, right? Couple couple years. Um, I had to trust him with my daughter for one night, you know, and that kind of opened up the doors for us to actually, you know, kind of hang out a little bit. Um, but man, he's a he's a phenomenal kid. He's he has a servant's heart, which is why he said, man, I'm going to join the military. He's going into like special forces stuff, so um, it's not going to be an easy road. We know that. There they are. There they are. They keep coming. I, any other Bartons out there? Just There they are. Come on, get up here. They're a missionary family, y'all. <laughs> we got everybody. Where's Manny? Manny was back there. Oh, he's <laughs> Manny will hop up here. So, uh, so, so what I want to do is just take a moment today. I want to celebrate him. And I, I know that God's doing something mighty in his heart. God wants to do something amazing in him. And, and sometimes we get caught up in doing You see him up here. Okay, he has a lot of talent. He has, he has a lot of gifts. He's, he's been called with a purpose, and we know that. But sometimes God will start switching things on you and take you into a season to show you stuff, to show you how he can use you in other ways. And I believe there's timing for everything. Come on, Manny, get up here. Yeah, there's one more. This is why we can't have the whole family up here preaching. All right, there you go. So, um, so with him going off, everybody, you know, I always thought when I first met him, I said, man, this kid's going to be a phenomenal m- musician and God's going to use him. It doesn't mean he's not. It just means that this season of his life, God's calling him to do something. He's calling him to go into something mighty and do something powerful. Okay, and he's going to use you that way. He really is. I just believe that uh, hmm. he's going to put you in situations for you to strengthen everybody around you. It's not going to be through your power, through your might. It's going to be through him. And you're going to have a chance to speak into people during a time that they're going to need Jesus more than ever. And they're not going to know anything about him but you. And that's why he's putting you where he's putting you. Okay, and you gotta believe that. So your strength comes from him. Your strength is gonna come from him at all times because you're gonna find yourself in situations where the world's gonna wanna close your heart up. The world's gonna wanna shift who you are, and you need to hang on to that. You need to guard your heart in this moment because you're gonna let the Holy Spirit drive you and guard you and protect you through what you're doing. Okay. And we're gonna declare that over you, and we're gonna pray over you today. Okay, because it's gonna be mighty. I want everybody to outstretch their arms, put them out here. You know, God gave me uh, Isaiah forty one, ten. Isaiah 41.10, it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So we're going to pray over you today, brother, and we're just going to lift you up. We're going to lift your family up. So come on, Holy Spirit. Come on. If the elders want to come up, come on, elders, you can come up here. Come on, Father. We love you, God. We thank you, Lord. Come on, Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you for the gift in this young man right now, Father God. We thank you that we were blessed just to know him right now, Father God. We thank you that you brought him into our family. We thank you what you're doing in his heart, Father God. And we surrender him right now to you, Father God. We declare right now protection over him. Put a hedge of protection around him. Father God, as He travels and, and does what He does, Father God, use Him in a mighty way. We declare and decree that He's going to bring freedom to people around Him, Father God. Use Him as a as a conduit, Father, to get Your Word to everybody else, Father. Protect Him and guide Him. And Father, we lift up their family, Lord. Father, we ask You to bring peace and comfort to them, Father, as they go through this transition point, as they go through this time, this trial, Father God. you Let them know, Lord, that You have Him, Father God. You're cradling Him in Your arms. You're hugging on Him. You're loving on Him, Father God. So we surrender that. Them to you right now, Holy Spirit. You just move right now in their family. Move in Him, Father God, and we declare miracles are going to happen in His eyes. He's going to see them happen where He goes. He's going to see lives change. He's going to see things happen. And Father God, we just give Him to you right now, Father God. You, we give Him to all your protection, everything, God. You just show up in a mighty way. Father, we love you. We thank you. And we give it all to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I love you, brother. Oh, you almost need intermission after all this. Oh, It's been an emotional morning already. Come on. Whew. Now I'm sniffling. I try to hold it in. Everybody calls me a big baby. Can't help it. Can't help it. That's right. You know, we just got to give it up. So I tell you what, let's pray. Let's jump right into the word this morning. So, Father, we thank you, God. We love you, Lord. Come on, Holy. Fill up my heart right now. Let it be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. And so we're in this, uh, guys, we are in a Beatitude Adjustment uh, series. Beatitude Adjustment. We're talking about the Beatitudes. You guys enjoying this series? Come on, this is good, man. This is taking us all the way back to the basics. This is taking us back to the Sermon on the Mount. This is what God wants us to know is that these are the building blocks. This is the, the constitution to the kingdom of God. And that's why we're in this. And I, it's just been a phenomenal uh, time for me even as I'm going through this. I'm telling you, as you read it, and I read it, and I dig into it, and I just get convicted, and I just go, Lord, I don't, I'm not, like, I'm not there like, like, I'm not there. I need, I need to get there. I need to, I need to get where this says I need to be. Is that air conditioning cranked up? Whew, I'll tell you. What is it, like 150 degrees outside? Come on. Um, but that's it. You know, we want to be more focused on the Beatitudes, uh, more focused on the Beatitudes and what they're asking us and what, what Jesus is telling us we need to do. And when we're focused on that, we kind of get out of our own ways, which is really good because we can get spiritually lazy in our walk. We can get really lazy in what we're doing. We can get so comfortable because God shows up in a mighty way, and he showed up in a mighty way. In the same way we've done everything, in the certain ways we do things, we're like, well, that's how God shows up. And we get lazy in that. And then all of a sudden, we find ourselves in moments where, where you're like, I'm not hearing from God the right way, and I don't know what's going on. So you got to take those moments. One, like I said, you got to pray. you got to fast. you got to surrender to him. But you got to go all the way back sometimes and go right back uh, to the basics and say, what can we do? Uh, what are we supposed to do, Lord? Guide us through this. Uh, show us what's next. So last week, we, we kind of touched on the blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Uh, so we described what it means to be merciful, you know, not giving somebody what they deserve. Uh, and then we show mercy because God goes, showed mercy on us. So that, that was a powerful one last week. I enjoyed that. Um, it was just a, one of those moments um, last week that just, wow, it just hit me hard uh, how much we need to be showing mercy to other people. Uh, and then this one this week, I'm telling you, buckle up, because this was a this this was a tough one on me. This one this one really hit home. So uh, it's going to hit home in here, uh, and and I pray that that that, uh, that that God just does to you what He's done to me as I've been studying this and just just really kind of convicted me in different things and going, oh, man, how can I get better? Um, so you know, if you feel convicted, that's okay, because I don't want to be the only one. And if I am, you guys are in the wrong church. I'm telling you. So here we are. We're in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is speaking. I'm just going to go right to Matthew 5, 8, because that's where we're picking it up. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation, too, because it helps me describe this message today. And it says, what bliss you experience when your heart is pure, for then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. Okay, more and more of God. So it says blessed, which we've kind of covered that every week, but blessed means happy internally. Um, you are satisfied. Like I said, you're filled up. Uh, you're satisfied with that. And, and when you read that, bliss defined means perfect happiness or great joy. So here we have, you have perfect happiness, great joy when you're pure at heart or when your heart is pure. That's what we're saying. So, 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 so you're blessed you're blessed that way. And here's what I love about this. When you really get into it, Jesus is saying this right after mercy. So now you're, you're thinking about, oh, I should be merciful with other people and, and he was merciful to me. But then this really hits when it says, I care more about your heart than anything else you do. That's what this says. It says, I care more about your heart. I don't care Like what you're doing out in the community, I don't care what you're doing at work, I don't care how much education you have, I don't care about any of that stuff, I don't care how physically fit you are, I don't care what sports you play, I don't care about any of that stuff as much as I care about your heart. So this is him at the Sermon on the Mount saying, I care about your heart. Where's your heart at? Where are you thinking about? What are you you feeling in your heart? Because it's, it's just not good enough to not do bad things. Because it's easy to wake up and say, well, man, you know, I didn't kill anybody today. I guess I'm good. It's easy to say that. But if in your heart you've been gossiping about people and talking about people, and every time you hear that somebody messed up, you first thing you want to do is go tell people about it and share somebody else's bad news, guess what? You're doing it in your heart. So God, so look, Jesus is not concerned about that. God's not concerned about what you do as much as what your heart's telling you to do. You can wake up and say, well, I didn't commit adultery. And he says, yeah, but if you looked at a woman and did it in your heart, he says, look, I'm not as concerned over the fact you did something. But I want to know what your heart's doing. Is your heart driving you to do things like this all the time? What's in your heart? And this shifts the whole thing. This is totally against what the world is all about. The world's all about what are you doing and and what do people see. Pure at heart is what people don't see. It's easy to put on a show. It's easy to to do what's right when other people are around. But he sees everything. He sees everything. I'm telling you, it's mm, it's easy to have behavioral modifications, but heart transformations are totally different. I can stop doing lots of things in the flesh, but if in the heart I still want to do it, I've got a problem. Okay, and this is where we're going today. So this could get, this could get a little tough today when we talk about this. But I, I want to share with you about this because I want to prove to you. i got to give some scripture to it. So 1 Samuel 16, 7. If you remember this, this is when Samuel's going to anoint a new king, right? And he shows up at, at Jesse's house and he's like, but, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. He says, I'm chasing after somebody whose heart is for me. Totally different. Totally different than the world. I don't know if you could even explain that even in the, in the college football. Could you imagine, you know, I'm sorry, I could walk up to Nick Saban and say, man, I've got the heart of a, of a, of a linebacker, brother. <laughs> put me in, but if I don't have that physical capability, it's not going to happen. That's the world. Sometimes heart's not enough. God's saying, I just want your heart. If you give me your heart, everything else will start going with it. Everything else. So you got to give me your heart. You got to give me your heart. So it's the integrity of your heart. That's what I like, man. I started digging into it and I'll get more into that. But, um, But why is Jesus so concerned about your heart? That's what you need to understand. You know, why is he so concerned about your heart? Well, it tells you in James. We're going to go to James 2, 14 through 17. James 2, 14 through 17. So this is Jesus' brother. He says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead.